Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is about repetitive strain injuries, known as RSI. Repetitive strain injuries. What are they and what can we do about them? So I'm just going to talk about two common ones, but there are other ones. So repetitive strain injuries is when you do something repetitively in such a way that is imbalanced and produces a stress that is beyond what your body can handle. And then a strain occurs and that strain uh, leads to an injury. So an injury is uh, produced and that limits you from moving in that way. And that's kind of the, it's the cycle. You do something and you do it over and over again, but it's not done in a balanced way. And that creates stress, which creates a strain. And with that, there could be pain, discomfort, some swelling. And at some point, if you continue to do that, do the thing that's bothering it, it will create a bigger injury. So a strain is the, is the first form of an injury. And an injury can be, you know, something like tendinopathy. Carpal tunnel is what I'm going to talk about today, carpal tunnel and Achilles tendinopathy or tendinitis. And so those two are probably the most common repetitive strain injuries, and they occur in similar areas. One is in the wrist and one is in the ankle across the Achilles tendon. And so in the wrist, carpal tunnel is, is also known as carpal tunnel syndrome. It is where you are um, flexing at the wrist for a great amount of the day. So flexion is where if you have your palm facing the ceiling, you bring that 
the fingers towards your wrist and that's flexion versus if you had the the back of your hand toward the ceiling and brought your fingers toward the um toward the ceiling that would be extension so inflection um it's what we what what we inhabit most of the day you're holding a pen you're holding your phone you're driving your car you're picking up things your hand, your wrist is in flexion and for people who do um the movement over and over again say type at a computer that would be a big one there comes a time where there could be a stress or a strain involved and that can lead to swelling and inflammation swelling and inflammation in that area doesn't have any room to go so it presses and compresses on the tissue around the tendons and around the wrist joint in such a way that it can also press on the vessels and the nerves and that can lead to pain swelling numbness and tingling and those are all kind of not great signs for carpal tunnel so people learn to they they can sleep with a a splint at night to help keep the wrist neutral because even during the night think if you're sleeping for 5 to 8 hours and you're clenching your fist and pulling him in that same flexion, you're going to keep doing that during the night as well. You're doing it all day in the night. It becomes a real problem. So carpal tunnel comes that way because of this repetitive injury. Well, what do you do about that? That's a hard thing. I mean, you can't stop typing per se, but I will say you're going to have to do something. You can't just type all day and expect that it's going to go away. So stretching is very valuable for countering it to a degree. The other thing you're going to need to do is evaluate how you are holding your wrists. Like, is there another? So positional and postural deviations are going to affect the repetitive stress as well. So if you're typing in a way that's overly flexing, then that's going to cause some problems. So there's there's different keyboards, there's different wrist kind of accoutrements that you put on your desk that position your wrist in a less flex position. And those are probably going to be the most helpful things if you have to keep typing or keep doing the things you're going to do because you've got to change the the source. The source is the biggest problem, that meaning what is causing it. And that's usually a positional or postural thing. How are you sitting in your chair as you're doing it? If you're rounding forward and flexing at the wrist, you're you're making every all that energy is getting stuck in the wrist. And then that movement is created over and over again, and that creates some shearing and um, stress there. So look at how you're sitting. Are you sitting upright? Can you sit more upright and can you support your wrist in any way? Take breaks and stretch out the wrist the opposite way. So you can put your hand straight out in front of you, pull your fingers back towards you, and then take one hand and pull the fingers. So you're opening up the opposite way of you would be as if you were holding a phone or holding something in your hand. Breathe and stretch that out. You've got to stretch it regularly. You also need to strengthen those wrists, uh, those muscles, because they the muscles need they can be shortened, but that doesn't mean they're strong. So things like um, working them in weight bearing is going to help a lot. Getting in your quadruped on all fours, coming into plank, and working not only the range of motion in the wrist, but getting the, the muscles around the wrist and the forearm stronger in the form of weight bearing is very helpful. So check out my classes for that. 
I have um, some classes on there. I have one class called Fantastic Forearms, and it is specifically designed to counter this this, um, strain that you will experience with carpal tunnel. Achilles tendonitis. Similarly, you're doing a repetitive action over and over again, which is when you push off, if you're walking and you push off, you're going into what's called plantar flexion, and that shortens the area between your lower leg and the bottom of your foot. And that crosses over the Achilles, where the Achilles, the Achilles tendon crosses over the back of the leg, where the calf is, to the bottom of the foot. It's shortened over and over again, and it's put strain on it, especially if, again, postural or positionally, it's not, it's off balance. So let's think about it. Put on, put on a big a big heel and you're going to shorten that even more. And then you walk with that. You're going to create that stress. If you go running and you're running over and over again with your position not that great, you're getting too much pronation, uh, you've gotten a, a foot, a shoe that has too much cushioning and it's creating stress around the Achilles over and over again, it's that shock absorption because the Achilles is a big shock absorber. And you're, when you have too much cushioning, you're eliminating the shock absorption, the uh, properties of the Achilles tendon. So it gets strained by that. So you have to evaluate this. My, my brother and I have talked about this um, on other podcasts, but the Achilles tendon is another area of that repetitive stress. But I, you can do all the, the kind of modalities in physical therapy or otherwise, when you start to feel the injuries begin to occur, but the, you have to look at where the imbalance is happening at its root. And that's usually the position or postural way. So position is like putting it in a heel. Postural could be the way you are biomechanically moving. So you're, when you land, your outer hip is weak, your knee drops in, you're putting more weight on the inside of your foot. And that leads to an imbalanced load on the Achilles tendon. That creates a strain and you do it over and over again running. So you have to strengthen your outer hips. You have to strengthen your glutes. You've got to work on your neutral pelvis. You have to strengthen really pretty much everything on the backside of the body. Uh, So look into, if you've ever heard of, or if you've ever had it happen to you as well, look at the source, the root. But take this idea, even if you haven't had this repetitive strain injury happen, take this idea in your life in movement. Are you doing anything that from a postural or positional standpoint could lead to something similar to that in a repetitive strain injury? You can have it in the form of the IT band um, syndrome or um, pain in your anterior hip. This is what I see a lot in yoga. People who uh, kind of live in anterior pelvic tilt and then do all their lunges and all their stuff and all their planks with that anterior pelvic tilt, eventually the strain is in the anterior hip. So they get clicking hip, they get like this feeling of stickiness and stuckness in the hip and then pain with movement. It can be pain with moving the hip out to the side or or inflexing it, but it just doesn't feel good. So examine the root causes and work on that. I've got lots of classes on that on my Lit Daily, so check them out. Repetitive strain injuries, we want to eliminate them Sometimes you can't you can't eliminate the the work that you have to do, like at the computer or something. But you can look at the root causes and do something about that. So big moral is pay attention to your form, to your posture, and let that balance 
um, parlay into all aspects of your lives. Pulling for you as always, sending you lots of hugs. Send me any questions to Lara at movementbylara.com and check out my Lit Daily, which is also on movementbylara.com. I have free trials on there and there's lots of new content um, being loaded all the time, including a postural series, including a um, more beginner type classes and some Spanish speaking classes. Woohoo! Have a great day. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.